0: hello fellow freaks i'm zach your host of the Ox, where i bring you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom no bullshit no topic off limits if this podcast has helped you in some small way send an episode to someone else the best way to spread love is to share what you love thank you for helping us blow this shit up now without further ado let's dive in Young Gravy, Secrets to Success. Speed, celery, and sampling. Let's get into it. So Young Gravy is a 24-year-old rapper from Minnesota. I'm a big fan of his work. The first song that I came across by Young Gravy was One Thought, two Thought, red Thought, blue Thought, cooking up the pork chops. He, he does a lot of experimental rap in his own words. He incorporates a lot of sounds from past decades. Young Gravy has a unique sound. And today I want to talk about some of the secrets of his success that I've noticed from interviews that he's been on, podcasts he's done. Uh, he, he's talked about some of his experiences in, in music and life and drugs and the whole music scene and his come up and i want to i want to get into some of those things today and so the first thing i want to get into is speed or meth and and there's a story that young gravy tells on the shit show podcast where he accidentally did meth before his first ever show at south by southwest in austin texas and this uh this made me think about, you know, if I were accidentally going to do a drug before a podcast, if I were accidentally going to do something, I would want it to be an upper. I would want it to be meth, I would want it to be coke, I would want it to be speed because I, I don't do well with downers. I don't like that that sinking feeling. I don't like that heaviness. I'm not a great weed smoker. I know a lot of people love smoking weed, it, it just hasn't been a tool for me to uh, perform creatively. So when, uh, when Young Gravy mentioned that on, on the Shit Show podcast where he did meth uh, before his first ever show at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, and it went well, it got me thinking about drugs and creativity in general because sobriety is one lane of consciousness. When you are sober, that is one slice of consciousness. And drugs have the power to bring you into an alternative place creatively. And it's not better or worse. I, I don't see drug use as you know being better than a sober creation. It is different though. When I'm when I am drunk or if I'm high on weed if i'm high on cocaine if i am on mushrooms if i'm microdosing that is changing the neurochemistry of my brain and i'm able to go to places i'm able to tap into thought processes i'm able to explore things that may not have come about in the same way as a sober person i i am in a different slice of consciousness when i when i take drugs or, and when I have something in my system. And creativity, creativity is crazy. Crea- I think podcasting can even be considered a drug because there are times when I, I don't have anything for a podcast. Maybe I don't even drink coffee for a podcast. Most of the time, if I'm recording a podcast, I'll have coffee, water. If it's late at night, I'll have some whiskey or wine. But there there are times when I feel high off of podcasting itself. And so when when young gravy mentioned that you know he did meth on stage and it went well the show went well i was like that kind of it kind of makes sense and if you are going to do a drug for a live performance it seems like you would want something that's an upper like speed or meth Uh, and also he did it unknowingly he thought he was doing cocaine he did meth um and and it sounds like the drug aligned with his purpose for that show that if you're going to perform, you need high energy. So take a drug that will align with what you want to do. And I'm at a point in my life now where I am open to taking drugs to party, but I I think of drug use mostly as a tool. I I think of it as a tool for creative ideas. I think of it as as a tool for, coming up with things as a tool for podcasting. I want the drug to align with what I want to do with my best desired outcome. So if my desired outcome is to have a good conversation with someone, I wouldn't want to take a drug that's going to make me paranoid inside my head or self-conscious or whatever. I, I wouldn't want to challenge any experience for a podcast. I would want something that is going to make me more open, that's going to... That's going to put me in that mode of conversation. Speaking of drugs, iced coffee. So yeah, the, the, the first secret to success from Young Gravy, I would argue, is... Drugs and, and using them with a purpose and, and that's everyone has their own experience with drugs I'm not saying that everyone needs to take drugs or should take drugs That's a decision that you have to make on your own through experimenting and figuring out how different things work with your body That's all what I'm saying. I'm saying that drugs can be A positive force in your life when used in the correct way and they also open up other slices of creativity and thought patterns that may not be possible in a sober state again that sober state is just one slice of consciousness and when you change when you alter the neurochemistry of your brain whether it's through an action like podcasting or hiking or exercising or by ingesting a substance you're going to be able to think differently and a lot of that can have positive creative effects the second thing that i want to get into uh, that's a secret of success that young gravy has talked about is celery And you're probably thinking what the fuck does celery have to do with success and you're probably also thinking how many times is he going to move this fucking piece of hair away from his head hopefully this the last time but it does kind of look sexy so maybe i'll keep it celery so young gravy has mentioned in past interviews that he feeds celery to his fans he has fed celery and ranch to his fans and that's super different you know there i've been to hundreds of concerts in my life and i've never seen an artist actively feed their fans i know steve aoki is big with slamming the cake in people's faces i've never been to a steve aoki concert i would love to go but i've never seen anyone actively you know feed celery and ranch to their fans and and it seems kind of weird and I think this is a a secret to success in a way, the celery, because embracing that weirdness and doing things because you simply want to do them or they're going to add to the aesthetic of your creativity. A lot of people, including myself, they have a Blocker. They have a thing in their head that says you need to turn down your weirdness. There's a voice in your head. Even it's happening right now as I'm recording this podcast. There's this thing in my head that says no one's going to fucking watch this. And maybe they won't. Maybe this will get like seven views on YouTube. But there's that thing in your head that tells you to consciously turn down your weirdness. Don't say this. Don't do that. Everyone's going to think this is stupid. And... I would guess that Young Gravy thought about that a little bit. That voice pops up into his head, whether it's during the musical process or the uh, decision to feed his fans celery and ranch, and he decided to say fuck it to that voice and do it anyway. And I feel that with podcasting as well, where I'll have an idea for an episode like this or I'll I'll want to bring up something to a guest that maybe I'm hesitating, and I have to consciously tell myself this is your show. This This is your shot. You have one shot. And take that shot 100%. Don't fucking give people a filtered version of you. Take, Give them all of you. Dress up however the fuck you want for a podcast. Say whatever the fuck you want. Do, do what you want and do it in the way that makes you weird because you can... you You can beat the competition by embracing your originality because no one is ever going to be as good as being you as you are, and I know that sounds cliche as fuck. I never knew that to be true until I started podcasting because i I, I kept when I first started podcasting, I would always try to compete with other podcasters who had more downloads than me, bigger platforms, bigger YouTube channels, and then I realized that by actively trying to compete with other podcasters or other creators, I am killing part of myself that is going to make me blow up or, or make people want to listen to me because I'm trying so hard to uh, make a different version or a better version of an already existing product. And true originality comes into play, not when you're trying to to make a better version of something else, but when you take something from within yourself that has been molded by ideas and, and other thinkers, but you're not actively trying to take an already existing version of something and then make it better you're you're, you're making something weird from scratch and you're and you're taking ideas from scratch and and that's not to say that don't use inspiration. You, music is a, a a good example of that, where people do samples, uh, they take excerpts from other songs and they use that as inspiration. I'm not saying that inspiration doesn't come into play. I'm saying that don't w- use inspiration, take what works from other creators, use the things that inspire you, use the things that get your attention, use those things that you see as cool or informative or whatever whatever your version of weird is other people that do things that you like that is a similar type of weird don't just try to make a better version of that or copy that take certain aspects of what you respect from other creators from a bunch of different creators also not just one copying is when you take one version of something and you try to make it better or you you uh, you take one thing and, and you try to upgrade it. True creativity comes into play when you allow dozens or hundreds of different influences to amalgamate into your own thought process, into your own creativity. And so take the things from other people that you like as creators and then use that in like this fucking stew, this pot of creativity And then shoot that off with your own fucking weirdness into the ether and see what happens. And when I heard Young Gravy talk about feeding celery and ranch to his fans, it made me think of embracing your weirdness. And I was like, fuck, like that takes some weird thinking. That takes some original thinking to dip celery and ranch and and feed it to your fans on stage or and, and consciously, you know, turn down the knob of that voice in your head that tells you you're being weird as fuck right now and people aren't gonna like it rather you're being weird as fuck right now and this could be awesome this could be fucking amazing this could be the dopest thing you've ever made because it is weird you're not successful you won't become successful despite your weirdness you will become successful because of your weirdness and the fact that other people are drawn to it because maybe they're afraid of embracing their own weirdness and your weirdness shines a light onto their weirdness and that gives them permission to also be weird. And then it's a chain reaction of weirdness where we can all just be fucking weird and open and stop giving a shit about being weird. Woo. All right, so three secrets to success from Young Gravy. The first one was speed, accidentally taking meth before a show at South by Southwest. Second is celery. The third one I mentioned a little bit and that is sampling right after this drug break. So sampling, Young Gravy has mentioned that he's been through multiple lawsuits for sampling. And he says this on the Michaela Peterson podcast about sampling, about his thought process, about why he got into music and and what his, what his thinking was. And this is the quote. He says, From the start, my thought process was, I don't have a lawyer. I don't know how to clear this shit. I'm just going to put it out with these samples. One of my first songs that ever blew up was sampling George Michael's Careless Whisper. If it blows up, I'll get attention. If they find it and want to sue me, they can't really sue me for more than I made on the song. In my mind, I don't want the money. I want to put the art out there. And that brings up a good point, and is something that I've noticed, especially as a podcaster talking to a lot of other creatives, is that a through line of people who become successful is that they do what they want first and they apologize later. They don't, the, the saying is, uh, it's better to uh, beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. And that is what Young Gravy does. He, he blew up. With songs that sampled other songs, and he did it without going through the clearing process, and the songs caught fire, and that got him attention, and that that is what is important at the beginning, especially. You know, for for me, I, I can relate to this a lot. Is that I started wanting to over monetize the podcast super early, like. When I had less than 1,000 downloads per episode, I was thinking about, you know, like, how can I make money off of this podcast? What's important at the beginning is not monetizing and not making money. It's getting attention. If, if you get attention making whatever it is that you make and you, like, break through that fucking wall and you just do what you want to do and you ask for forgiveness later, you don't ask for permission... If, you, if you're making good art, if you're making things that other people like, eventually you will have an opportunity to make money off of it. And if it's really good, you may make a lot of money. But the, the, the thing that matters, especially in the beginning, is the, the attention, the eyeballs of like breaking through that film into uh, having one or two things go viral and getting a lot of people's attention and then you can worry about making money off of it. And it sounds like, I don't want to speak for Young Gravy, but it sounds like that was his mindset going into his early songs where he was using samples is, you know, maybe I'll get in trouble for this, maybe I won't, maybe I won't. But, you know, if I'm getting sued for a sample, that means I've gotten attention because no one's going to sue me for using a sample if I get 400 streams on SoundCloud. But if I get 40 million and someone's suing me for it, yeah, I won't make as much money off the song, but that's not what I'm in it for. I'm in it for the attention. I'm I'm in it to break through. I'm in it to make dope art and that shit will figure itself out. And so there, there's a quote that I love from one of my favorite follows on Twitter and a, a fellow creator, Jack Butcher. He's the CEO of visualized value. He makes these really cool graphics that also are tied into a lot of great quotes and life sayings. And Jack Butcher says, get going and then get good. So just like start making shit, start doing whatever, start taking action and making things and then get good at it along the way. And, and part of getting going is kind of saying fuck the rules at the beginning, kind of saying, I'm going to make something that I think is cool. Maybe I'm not saying you should break the law, but you know, maybe I won't be following all these predetermined rules that are set out. And then me, if I stop and try to follow every single rule along the way, that's going to destroy my creativity. So let me just fucking get this out and keep getting it out once a day, once a week, whatever it is. And then over time, I'm, The more I put out, the more chance I will give myself of something blowing up or going viral and breaking through and getting my shit out there. So those are the three secrets of success that I see from Young Gravy in listening to podcasts with him, interviews with him. I'll link the sources that I use to make this podcast below. Thank you for listening to The Ox. If you would like to support this podcast, you can leave a review or comment on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Patreon for bonus episodes and early releases of my other podcast where I interview guests called The Oxoro Podcast. And most importantly, you can share this podcast with a friend. That is how shit blows up. You, people sharing it organically. So if you like this podcast, if it's helped you in any way, share it. Thank you. And I will talk to you guys next time.